Hello, everybody. Which camera is it? It's this one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? Good. I could be better, but let's do a great show. Yes, I've heard. I've heard that you might have COVID. <laughs> I, I have something. I have a sickness of my brain. Well, we already knew that. Yeah, and I think now it's just traveling. Andy's a little under the weather, so we're going to have a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do the hell out of this show. Mm-hmm. But what the hell show are we doing, Andy? That's right. It's the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news podcast starring two dudes you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every Tuesday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home, Podbean. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere, literally. And later, on a video on demand at YouTube.com slash Dual Screens TV. And of course... We're live right now. If you're watching this live, then it's live. And you could be watching it live. And it's so easy. A caveman can do it. You go to YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. You go to twitch.tv slash dual screen streams. It's so easy. Just go ahead and do it. And we want to thank you all. And I mean all of you for your support. And if you want to support us with your hard earned cash dollar bills, y'all go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast. Just like our Patreon producers. Colton the Apprentice Nestler, FNH Paul, and Vegas Girl on Fire. We love you. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So thank you so much for doing that for us. Andy, let's get right into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Into the thick oh, of it. You're just putting too much time on TikTok, Steven. Um, <laughs> it's time to get into the adventures in gaming, gaming, gaming. Andy, mm. I'm playing Returnal. Fuck yes, you are playing Returnal. How is that going for you? I'm getting good at Returnal. Oh my god. You got the lead strats? Um, lead no, strats but I get even. into a, a, a state of zen now. Mm, yes, I know it well. So, mm-hmm. I, I am now consistently getting up to the third boss mm-hmm. fairly easily because I figured out some, some tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about the weapons that, that you, you know, whatever. Um... I have realized mm. that the game hates me, mm. and so I us, and yes, so I on. must bring the rage to it. Mm. So if mm-hmm. I go in there like I am the Terminator, mm-hmm. and I say, "Well, every every one of these guys is a is is a cop, and I'm going to shoot them in the knees like he did when they were trying to get out of the building," right? At a Cyberdyne. that's what I do I go in there I'm like everything's dead nothing stands a chance I'm gonna move all over the place anyway long short the story long I got up to the second phase of this of the third boss and I died last night and I raged real hard because the floor disappeared with no warning and and I was like I didn't know what direction to go in I didn't know if I was supposed to run the prompt to use the grappling didn't come up right away it's like what is happening so I fell second third second form of the third of the third boss yes Okay, and there's still one more grave. Yes. Fun one. Yes. So, so that was ass. But then mm-hmm. here's what happened, Andy. And then I'll kick it over to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended my stream. I only streamed for two hours because I really wasn't prepared to stream. We were supposed to record, yada, yada. So I was like, all right, we'll do the two hours. So we did. So, so I did the two hours. And I was like, all right, let me bring us to somebody else. I, brought, I raided. And I sat there. I was like, you know what? Let me do one more run. Let me do one more run, Andy. Right now, I'm up to the third biome. I, I went through the first biome last night. I got my health is nearly, nearly double again. Mm. 
uh, which is what I had it the last time. And I am annihilating. And I, start, I, I put it in rest mode. I was like, I'll come back tomorrow or whenever. And I'll go at it again. But I'm basically all I have to do. I think this is the run, Andy. I think it's the is, run. Is tomorrow today? Yes. Got it. Yes. Now, before I move on to what I'm playing, I have one simple question for you. Mm. When you're playing, are you going all balls deep into the first biome? Yes. Maximum ooblets and health and then skipping yes. the second one entirely? Yes. yes. Got it. So the second one, the problem with the second one, the, the reason why I would like to go to the second one at all is because the weapons are way better because you can you can basically start at a, at a you could end up at a level nine or ten mm-hmm. weapon whatever on the second biome but you you start at nine on the third so if you you could kind of you could wind up with a 13 14 or 15 at the boss in the third if you go through both biomes but i don't have the patience for that shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't have the patience okay okay fair um enough. fair enough yes andy what you've been playing handsome Yo, Fist is dope. Fist? Yeah. Fist I I, I changed my mind. I'm not going to play it. Wow. Yeah. I um Why? I thought it was I thought it was I didn't know it was 2D. I didn't know it was a side scroller. For some reason I got it mixed up in my head with BioMutant like cuz we saw those games those were, games were kind of revealed at around the same time. Oh, so wait, like I so mixed it- the genres together and I thought it was another like 3D brawler type oh, adventure game. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a shit of Metroidvania. Yeah. So Corey, uh, Corey's in the chat, and Corey wanted to join us. Corey, if you join the Zoom, I'm, I'm I could patch you in. I could patch you in. So j- when you join Zoom, you get in there, you do your hair all nice, get it, get yourself a beverage, and we'll get you in here. That's right. Corey is going to be joining us. Uh, he sent it to your email, Corey. So check your emails, please. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I'm like almost done with that game. It's all sorts of dope. It's like, again, Metroidvania, but it has like fighting game combo mechanics. Yes. In a sense. Yep, I saw that. So I don't know if you recall games like Mortal Kombat, Deadly Alliance, or Deception, like stances that you could change during the match. Mm-hmm. You could combo into, okay, I'll do this stance, and I'll do the weapon stance, and I can combo into them. Mm-hmm. So you could do this with your various fist augmentations. Like, mm-hmm. you have the whip arm, the drill arm, the fist arm, and you could, like, combo folks to, like, oblivion. And it's a little bit intense, and I wasn't expecting it. And it has, like, an honest-to-God really good story with some, like, twists and turns that I wasn't really prepared for. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I will get. I don't. I don't know. I'm I, like, I'm like eighty six percent done with that game. Yeah, I was. I wanted something specific, and when it wasn't that thing specific, I was like, I don't want. I don't. I don't want this. I've been playing that. Yeah. And I was given a code from our good friends at um, Oddbug Studio <clears throat> for a game called Tales of Iron. Yes. And um, oh, that shit is good. Spoiler alert: really We interviewed them. Yeah. Shows up right now. It's been up a couple weeks Um, now. I can't talk too much about it because, you know, embargo shit and what have you, all the rules, but it's a really fun fucking game. That's all I can really say. I want to play this game. The demo is out there, I think, on Steam if you guys want to check it out. I think the first, up to the first boss is available to check out. But, um, 
yeah, it's got some heart. It's got some fun combat. I have some minor gripes with it, but yeah. I'll save that for the full review, which you can expect on the website on Friday. Yeah, maybe. 6 a.m. Eastern. Oh, I'm taking notes as I'm doing How, How's Leisure Suit Larry, Larry review coming? Is oh, that good? That. Is that almost done? Fuck that game. Is that one almost done? <laughs> <laughs> Wet Dreams Dry Twice, Andy? That, one, that one's almost done? It's so good. Can we get into the indie news updates? Dave? We can. We can. <laughs> right or now. As I call it. As I call it. Yes. Hold on. We, we we have a guest. Hold hold on. Let's switch mm. over. Here we go. Bing, ding. All right. Whenever his camera works and he's in here, he'll be ready to go. Mm. And meanwhile, I'll just uh, switch over here. Um, all right, Andy. It's what I'm calling the indie news update. Friends of the show edition. Oh. Former guests of the show have been all over the news this week. All over it. Yeah, so I saw let's, this. Let, let's start with the, the simple one. Excuse me. Happy's Humble Burger Farm. Yes, yes. Former guest of the show. Yes. <laughs> is launching in Q4 2021. And I'm actually proud of my notes here. I wrote, I'll have a burger with a side of frights. Oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> I'm the absolute worst garbage. You are so that's, horrible. That's coming out. I mean, I've never hated you more than I, I do I, right I, now. I, I, I expect you to. Okay. So I hope that's out around Halloween. Q4 is kind of nebulous and yeah. to me, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah. I will take it. Yeah. Game, game looks cool. It's fun seeing a PS1 game evolve to like a next gen game, like in the span of a year. That's always awesome to see happen. Um. Speaking of evolving and getting better at stuff you're doing, yes. Splitgate developer, yeah, 1047 Games, yes, has secured a hundred million dollars in investment. You're welcome. Uh, this is a PSA for all indie devs out there. Come on the show, you will get a hundred million dollars. You're welcome. Now, now it's a, a scientific We've, proven. It's fact. legitimate yacht right there. Legit yeah. yachts because the game is done. They don't have to do anything anymore. Right. Yeah, just make sure it works. Put some skins yeah. in there. You're good to go. $100 million dollars in your pocket. They got payday. Pay, kashin, kashin. Payday abound. Now, this last one is probably the most exciting. So, this is actually... It's really not. The, the, the $100 million is a big fucking deal. <laughs> no, this could have been for more money. We don't know yet. We don't know. Then again... Sony does buy things on the cheap and gets like huge yield from their investments. So huge yield. This, this, this could have been from massive yield. And this is actually a good segue into our first main topic of the show. It so, is. Friend of the show, Fire Sprite, has been officially acquired by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Amazing. Wow. And I'm going to go to the official press release. Now, here. Andy, who, who's, what's Fire Sprite known for? Fire Sprite is known for a little series called Wipeout. Wipeout. Could, yeah. So for those who don't know who Fire Sprite was at some point, Fire Sprite was originally Liverpool Studios back when they were under Sony's umbrella. Mm -hmm. Then Sony was like, you know what, guys? This isn't working out for us. Maybe it was Drive Club that sort of made it. It was Drive Club. And it was Drive Club. It was Drive Club. <laughs> Drive Club 2. What, didn't they make two of those? No, just one Drive no. Club. Oh, was remember it the crew? The, the crew 2? I'm thinking of the that, crew. Remember that Drive Club like announcement was like, yeah. look at these leather interior seats. It was like, yeah. bro, relax, just leather seats. You can, 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 you make, can you make the cars drive? He's that would be like very helpful. all like chubbed out over fucking leather seats. Anyway. I, I do so, like leather. 
course. So nine years ago, they were like, eh, you know what? We're going to shut the studio down. Bye-bye. And then some of those heads that were like behind the Wipeout series be- started their own studio called Fire Sprite and mm-hmm. gave us like The Persistence, amazing game. Uh, and they still made PlayStation VR games. PlayStation World was under their belt. So still working closely with Sony. And then they were like, you know what? You've shed that drive club baggage. Why don't you come back and work for us again? So they have hired one of the largest growing teams in the UK at 250 people working under them. It's a lot huge, of people. Huge team. That's a huge studio. Rumored to be working on at least three titles. I can confirm two of them that I know about on this show right now. One is Big and Dope. And one is of the VR variety. Big and dope. So we're so okay. VR. Okay. Big so and dope and VR. De- so, Def Jam Vendetta two. Yes. Fight or three. No, fight for Toronto. They're doing Mac three. Speaking of Toronto, we have our resident Canadian in the house right now, <laughs> joining yeah. us a little tardy to the party. He's Corey, the grounded gamer. How are you, bud? Not too bad. Just oh, Jesus Christ, turn to... down your game. Oh, good, oh, good Why are you so loud? Good Lord <laughs> oh, Almighty. Boy. Good oh, Lord Almighty. Good God Almighty, you are God. in my cerebellum, I, sir. I want I wanted to be awake you, in a life, you just shook. Not... You just shook my filling in my tooth. <laughs> it's, hey, I, think, I think my uvula just shattered. In my <laughs> <throat>. <laughs> well, you get your shit together, Andy. Segue into that next little bad boy. All right, so... On the eve of PlayStation Showcase, we got this announcement, and then it happened. And then it Big finally happened. PlayStation Showcase, and I want to tackle this in a very specific way. Okay, you lead. You're you're our Sherpa. You take it. I want to lead this. I have this sort of into three chunks. Yes. This show. Yes. I have what I call the third-party multi-platform fluff. Okay. I have the timed exclusive partnerships money hat segment. Okay, money hats, yeah. And then I have the first party extravaganza to wrap up this. And we're gonna we'll go we're gonna go point by point and give like a reaction to each one of these trailers. Can can I can on. I make one can I can I make one suggestion? I, I kinda wanna say no, but I can't stop you. No no no, I just wanna say before we start, can we each give one word that describes the showcase for us and then we'll go into oh. it. Oh, Okay. Can I, can, I, can I make another uh, hey, section for Andy as well? You don't sound like garbage, oh, so that's good. There we go. Uh, the the I, I think that Andy would love to make a section called "We've seen too much of this." Please don't show me another trailer. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can save that feeling, that thought for when it comes around, because I know we all feel the same exact fucking way. So don't worry, it's coming, Corey. It's coming. Okay. It's coming. I have a phrase. Mm, I have a term I like to use. Please of of ahead. what of what this was. Mm. Um, a fart in church. A fart in church. That's what that's what this was. This was a fart in church. I'm trying to understand the metaphor. A fart in church is something you do quietly. You do it because you have to do it. People know it. People know you did it. But they don't say anything. People aren't going to get too excited over you did it because they're in church and they're on their best behavior. But everybody okay. knows you just farted in church. Okay. I <laughs> I am going in front of to, Jesus. I am going to um, <laughs> 
use a term, a, a simple word to describe how I felt about the show when I was done watching it. Adequate. Yeah. Is yeah. the term I'm going to use yeah. when I saw this. Corey, Corey what is your simple? Um, my, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do it by a phrase and, okay. and just say, um, is Insomniac now the new Bethesda? Question mark. Mm. Stop being so close to your microphone for Christ's sake. Back up. I, <laughs> you're like you're literally in my brain. It's right, fucking right. it's rattling right. it's rattling my, my right. eardrum. Let's let's let, let's go through this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna yes, go please through do. I'm I'm gonna okay. go through this. I'm gonna think I'll I'll basically have this as shit that was the most boring ass crap and then we'll move on from there. <laughs> Alright. Third party multi platform fluff. Grand Theft Auto five. Yeah, which has now become the, the, most the most disliked different. video on Sony's official PlayStation channel was this reveal of the delay <laughs> to oh, March man. of next year. Why is this here? What were your guys' thoughts when you saw this trailer pop up? Besides why? <laughs> I mean, for one, I found it quite surprising that not only, like, I mean, if they were going to show this trailer and then we mm -hmm. get it, like, as a, hey, guess what? It's now in October. Mm -hmm. instead yeah. of november mm -hmm. that would have been like oh that's a reason to have that trailer but then to not only have that trailer mm -hmm. to then say mm -hmm. here's mm -hmm. it again the stuff mm -hmm. we don't really care about mm -hmm. to then mm -hmm. say guess what it's delayed too which is kind of like you you really right. shouldn't use this time <laughs> uh, steven it it was it, it here's what it did andy which another mm -hmm. game did the opposite mm -hmm. It solidified to me that I will never buy Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's wow. what it did. You're like one of. I have never. You. I will never. I have, never, Grand I have never cared less for that video game than I do right now. I understand people like it. I'm not yucking anybody else's yum, but the mm -hmm. tone of it, the looks of it, everything mm -hmm. I see of it, the way mm -hmm. it moves, everything about it is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, thank you. Pass. So I think this game sort of really exemplifies what I don't like about these um, showcases and E3 type pressers because yep. you need to have your partner's games showcased somehow like hey we like you here's your game on our thing that's watched right. by millions of people and i think it's a good way to go into our next game which was here and i get it it's coming out soon but i need to see it again that's marvel's guardians of the galaxy yes sir got a sassy new trailer and i was like i get it sony you're like like wrapped around with squeenix like you're you're like in bed legs are in the air kind of a thing mm -hmm. you know if you're gonna show for spoken and you're gonna own ff16 and final fantasy 7 and final fantasy 14 you gotta also have the fluff and the fluff is guardians and it was here it's out next month guardians looks great shut up right no listen i'm not saying it looks great i'm saying this is this is what it was i'm just saying okay it's Guardians. I know why first it's of all, here. Andy, first of all, I love you, but you are skipping the we're most not, important we're not, we're fucking not, we're not, we're part. We're not skipping. You you skipped the most important thing about, ever. About, about Guardians? No, the opening video. We're not going through order, Steven. I understand we're that, but that's not where I, is that going? Don't worry that about that. That doesn't fit that's in a category. No, Does that have its worry. own bullet point? Steven, don't worry about that. Because good God, Andy. Don't Talk about, about a fart that. in church. Listen, 
there's a method to my madness. Just go with the flow. This is the, so you, they farted in church, but no then question. but Guardians was like, you know what though? That's a, that's impressive. You know, like you smell it and you're like, wow, man, that's strong. That's pungent. Okay. Kudos to you, sir. Strong well, I mean, technically, the intro would be like the fart in church. I mean, people don't know you farted sometimes until like midway through. So I think yeah, that's what Andy's going for it. Was the high pitched squeal of the right. silent fart right. that you so, weren't expecting? You saw Guardians. You loved it. Yes, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all in. Corey, Corey, what are your thoughts? You saw I mean, Guardians. I, I love the idea of Guardians, but mm-hmm. I think that being that it was only a month away, I thought having another trailer, especially when we got that uh, last time we saw it, we got a 15 minute walkthrough of almost the first level. Mm, I don't yeah. think I needed to see any more of it to say mm-hmm. I want this. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like you said, I mean, the thing is, we could look at this a different way and mm-hmm. not say that it's them looking at Square Enix. This could be them looking at the Marvel side of things. True. I see so, that. I mean, but I, I definitely think it's all about Square and like the hey, place oh, to I play remember, Marvel. I was there with you guys, with you and Joe, live reacting to this. If you guys didn't catch it, you can watch it. But uh, I mean, there was some points where Andy, tired Andy, watching a conference is doesn't put up with any bullshit. No. <laughs> no. Let's segue into some more. Yes, please give me the fluff. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Gorgeous. Hey, Can't wait. Gameplay and release date. This is fluff, Corey. It's fluff for a reason. (laughs) We never saw gameplay before, so this is not Right. All right, so we saw a reveal of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Okay, so that gets thrown up there. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm not a huge Borderlands guy, so I was like kind of eh. You're not the target for this. Borderlands was cool when I first played it. Part 2 was amazing, and I kind of like fell off the radar when the third one came out and the Telltale games came out. Did you play the first Tiny Tina DLC? No, I did not. It's great. Oh my God. It's so, it's some of the best. It's some of the best uh, DLC okay. of any game ever. So, given that, what that's your thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what was your thought when you saw this reveal? Oh, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a blast. I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. Get new classes. I I like the idea that this is a standalone. Yeah. And it's not them trying to because they're realizing that the way they're gonna make this play is gonna be different than mm-hmm. the way that Borderlands regular plays. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm excited for that compared mm-hmm. to like usually what we have happen is here's this new dlc running on the old engine and then mm-hmm. they just kind of like throw it all together and that's what borderlands 3 kind of fell for me was it runs on the almost the same engine as 2 and there's not really much difference whereas this looks like the classes and the way it plays are going to be actually different for once which is nice and mm-hmm. i mean it's more tiny tina making us play dungeons and dragons which is cool right which brings us to tom clancy's rainbow six extraction gameplay trailer which again, I am not this game's mm. audience. I was like, I thought it was some Last of Us thing going on for a I hot think, second. <laughs> Andy, I think you, I think you could be surprised at how much you would probably like this game. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where if I actually, it's like Apex. If I sat no. down with it, no, I think I might enjoy it. No, I think this, you I think, think I this has enjoy Apex, but I'll enjoy this. I no, no, no. I think you, I think this ticks more boxes for you. It's mm. much slower. There's okay. more character build. There's, Slow is my speed. There is more. There's uh, there's team dynamics where everybody has a role, mm-hmm. and it's horror. Mm. So on early access, if you want to play it now. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I went through the seven stages <laughs> during this trailer. I was like, oh my god, I I I just can't like Rainbow Six. I have no interest in this. Ah, this actually looks kind of good. Yeah, look at that. That that looks really good. Oh, you know what? This could be fun. I'm gonna buy this. 
<laughs> all within all right. the first like okay. minute and 20 <laughs> seconds of the trailer i went i went like Nothing straight through to everything i was like i think i'm i think i might buy this because it looks like just enough zaniness to mix in with that realism of rainbow six that i think it might be dope mm -hmm. Corey. Well, I mean, I agree with Steve on this one. I think this is where, for me, the one reason why I never got into Siege was because Siege became an esports game right off the hop, and it became super competitive. There is no such thing as, I don't think, a non-competitive person or, like, it's such a hard team dynamic, whereas with this game being it seeming like it's you versus the computer, I could see it where you and me, Andy, could get to, together and have two AI or have two randos and probably play this, and if we die, we would probably have fun with it like we do with ghost but mm -hmm. that's the thing i like about this i mean is it a day one purchase for me probably not but mm -hmm. we'll see it all depends this is a, a game where if my friends buy it i'll probably buy it too mm -hmm. and then we have a game that ticked all the boxes and reached out and ticked my box whoa and fondled it greatly jesus andy and that's the first <laughs> alan wake remastered gameplay reveal good lord andy. the release day of october 5th so yeah, Alan Wake is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly uh, in the Xbox days. And um, seeing it brought back in beautiful fashion made me happy because I feel this is our gateway to Alan Wake 2. So I'm going to buy this shit day one when it comes out because I'm a maniac. And I love this game. What are you guys' thoughts when you first saw it? on the screen we'll start off with Corey. Corey, i mean i was excited i mean i played for, for those who think i'm just a straight up pony i actually you know bought an xbox 360 and played every exclusive available and alan wake was one of those because uh, for alan wake back then it's crazy to see that um when they first came out with the game it was a company that literally was so poor at the time mm -hmm. of making this game that they had to shove so many ads into this game mm -hmm. and i'm sad that i i, I hope and I wish there was a version where it'd be like uh, where you could do the filters and you could just change between the old version, and the new version and it'd be like, OK, mm -hmm. cool. Here's all your Duracell battery ads back. Here's all your like all the like billboards back. And, you know, that it was a great game. And <laughs> I. Oh, yeah, I do, that's gone, though. I know that it's sad, <laughs> you know, no no Duracell, ads. Duracell ads down. Our I know it stole the heart from the game. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's good. It, it, like, I, like you said yourself, Andy, it's exciting to see this because it is kind of showing that Alan Wake is going to either play more of a major role or we're going to go into, a, especially when we had the Alan Wake DLC for Control. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm super excited about this. Steve, as a frequent connoisseur of spoopy games, what did, <laughs> what did this one do for you? <laughs> I w I've been debating what I should do for October. It was going to be spoopy games, and I was thinking I have Resident Evil 2 still. Mm. Oh. Resident Evil 2 oh, yeah. is somewhat short. It's not that long, but is I think copy yes. yes, yes. <laughs> but I think I'm going to start with Alan Wake. Like it. Cuz I feel I like, like a lot, lot of people are going to be playing it. Mm -hmm. It'll be fresh, it'll be new. I'll I'll be experiencing it with everyone else. I like this. It'll be lot. spoopy. That's a good look for you. And then after that I'll do Resident Evil 2. So yeah, I'm Have you in. Never played it before? Steve? No. No. It's very, uh, it's a different kind of horror. It's very like Twin Peaks. Yeah, I, I like, like, I like that, that kind of stuff. More subdued thriller shit. So, yeah. I think you'll love this. Yeah, movie. I like very that kind of stuff. Driven. Okay, so that that kind of covers all the all right. third party multi platform crap. So put, a, put a bow on that. I would say there was a good chunk of it. I, I could have seen less of this stuff. 
not horrible, but eh, I feel like you could have cut some of this out. Could have been its own showcase, it like third-party Sony stuff. This could have been the pre-show before the actual show. Right. Or could have been that after show too. I agree. True. They had also the, the I agree. updates where they were like, let's right. talk to developers. That could right. have been the, the point right. where we saw So that. let's dive into the timed exclusives. Timed exclusives partnerships. Money heads. I think we're missing one. Unless, did you? No, what? we're not. And wait for it, Corey. Just okay. like Steven, we'll get there. No, no, no. We'll, I think we'll get there. I'm just trying to think of multi. There is one more multi-platform that was third party. I, I went through all the games in the list. Now, wait till I'm done with the whole thing okay, and say I'm wrong. Okay. God damn it, that? Corey. How about that? Okay. Coming in okay. here and just start so sandbagging. I'm, I'm gonna start <laughs> I'm gonna start with something that was very out of place for this show. It was neat to see it, but I was like, this is all AAA games, and this one game is like, hi, I'm a little indie in this pool, in this ocean of AAA game development, and that's Tachia. Yeah. Literal it's the ocean. game that lets you soldier up into animals, and it launches on PlayStation Epic exclusively in 2022. So this game looked cute. Day one. But I was like, yeah, it looks fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, didn't you just do an indie thing like a little while ago? There's no doubt in my I, mind somebody owed them a favor. I feel <laughs> they, like. They were, they were forgot about on the last I'm showcase. I'm wondering why you're here. Yeah, like, shit. Oops. Well, they they were on the last showcase. That's oh, I don't even remember they, that. They were there. Well, that's the thing is that the last time we saw it, it was all about like her actually being the animal, and it was just you mm-hmm. walk, working as like a crab, and you're and then so like when this. Oh yeah. Out, and then Joe, Joe and Andy both were like, "Okay, this new indie." I'm like, "Yeah, it looked very this. new to me. Look very yeah, new." Yeah, and I'm like, "We've seen this. This is the same thing we saw before." And that's like, "No, no, no, no. It's a brand." New. I'm like, "No, yeah. we've seen this, but it was had just a, it had a huge so impact, obviously." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, looks cute, but I yeah. feel like this wasn't this wasn't the right showcase for this kind. Unless of it is, Andy. Oh, unless it's gonna be. What if it's the next I mean, we split game? Saw that new Korean game that's like the, the oh. crazy whatever open world we're, thing that we're gonna get to that, that. We're gonna get everybody calm down please well no that wasn't even part of this show i think about eastward oh, what, oh, what other korean game are you talking about Corey? that open world one with all like the pokemon and the random oh devivo yeah. devavo yeah yeah, Devovo, yeah. whatever the hell this, this conversation is devolvoing into okay <laughs> next <laughs> okay speaking of things that are just semi out of place and weird Radiohead and Epic Games tease mysterious collaboration. I don't. Okay. Amnesia exhibition. Great. We did it. This is this is uh, November. <laughs> what is this? Who knows? Nobody knows. Move on. I feel Ooh, like awesome. when you when you have that weird chess game intro thing, you need this also in the show for some reason because hey, we're just doing weird shit. So whatever. Couldn't that just be a tweet? Right. <laughs> this could have been a tweet. Yeah. This could have been a tweet. Now, this next game, I searched the internet, and I couldn't confirm if it was only coming to PS5 and PC or also on Xbox. So if you guys know otherwise, please correct me if I'm wrong. And that's the free-to-play Vampire Masquerade Blood Hunt coming Sorry, this is the game later this year. On, on Steam, it's already early access. So this is on PC now, and it's coming to yep. PS5 later this year. Looks cool, but it's probably it's just cool. gonna die a death. Vampire Masquerade that got canceled. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> You're not gonna yeah, get that's that. what I thought it was too. I'm like, oh, cool. They listen, actually, listen, they actually gave us Vampire Masquerade, and then they give us this, and I'm like, oh, cool. So they got to make their money first. You're not. You're not gonna game. get that. You're not gonna get that PS2 game for a long time. It's true. 
That's true. It's the last guardian all over again. Right. All right. Then we have a fresh look, but no release date, for Ghostwire Tokyo. Looks fucking cool. Oh my god, is there ever an Andy game? Yeah. This is the game. This game had me, like, the eyes were just, I was glued to the screen. It looks gorgeous. I love funky first-person shooters. There aren't, like, it's based in some sort of, like, war place time. So I was all over this shit. I love it. But please, God, when's it coming out? I need it right now. Corey, your thoughts? I mean, the same thing. I just can't mm-hmm. wait. I just, I, this is one of those games where I do not want to hear anything more about this game or mm-hmm. see anymore until mm-hmm. it comes out because it's just, mm-hmm. I don't want to have this continuous mm-hmm. of every time the show is a trailer, I'm like, oh, they're going to give us a release date. They're going to give us a release date. And then next mm-hmm. thing you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, no, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting and pl- waiting and hoping. Steven? <sighs> I know that I'm going to hate playing the game, <laughs> but I want to play it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I look at it I'm like oh my god this is gorgeous this looks like it's gonna be so dope I actually didn't recognize the game until they show it said Ghostwire I was like oh yeah that's right I didn't recognize it at all and this is also another game that's gonna be on the PS5 that's a Bethesda Studios slash Microsoft Studios mm-hmm. now game mm-hmm. on PS5 first before Xbox mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. speaking of which we have a game that just came out uh huh that I, I'm really convinced we're being trolled at this point. Yes. Sony felt the need to show us more Deathloop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the one thing I, I, I could have had like twice as many multi-platform games and like, you know, half the first party shit if I was promised no Deathloop. But we still got Deathloop. <laughs> For a whopping three fucking minutes, we got Deathloop. Three entire I checked, minutes. I checked. Eight percent of the entire conference. And the game is out. It's getting like rave reviews. It's like getting tens and nines. It's like an eighty-eight ranking on Metacritic. It's fucking amazing. I know Corey loves the fuck out of it. But already, good God, why? Why is it here, Stephen? Your reaction to seeing Deathloop yet again? I'm finally interested. <laughs> This was finally the tra- nine nine trailers. The, this was the <laughs> first time. No, no, I didn't even read the reviews. This is the first time. But- this is the first time mm-hmm. that they showed a trailer that made the game seem like a game I wanted to play. Mm. It felt like through the first eight trailers that this was going to be a find the optimal path you know die find the optimal path die find the optimal path gather the you know just this arduous task of trying to assassinate these guys and ah damn you suck you you got killed go back again do it all over again but this was the first time it felt like there was a linear story that you're going to be experiencing as you're completing your assassinations it didn't seem like a disjointed mess for the first time um and it and it looked like you could just run in and start shooting dudes because that's what i want. I don't want to sneak around i don't want to i just i'm gonna be a big bad dude and i'm gonna kill people that's the end that's that's how i'm gonna do it and now i want to get to one of my highlights of the entire show i, I don't even get to talk about no, no nobody likes you you don't you don't because you, <laughs> you, you own it you're playing it i'm just kidding i'll just agree with steve <laughs> and say that it was nice to see it actually talk about what's going on because after playing the game this is a very dip like when i saw the first 15 trailers and then i, I play the game i'm like 
why did they not talk about this aspect of the game? Because mm -hmm. like this, what they showed us before just looked like more dishonored with a different like with like a twist, different way to play. Yeah. Whereas when you actually play the game and like the actual storyline of this game is ten times different. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we're getting to one of my highlights of the entire show, and that game is Forspoken. Forspoken. Yep. You guys. Yep. Yep. I can't wait. Yep. Steven, take it away because I know you have thoughts on day one, man. This is this is this is why we play games like mm -hmm. Forspoken, cinematic beauty, mm -hmm. um, the intriguing story. It looks like we're getting like this high fantasy meets futuristic superhero origin story, um, like this. Like I could see this being. And I know it's not exclusive or whatever. It's like a console exclusive, but I could see this being as important to the PlayStation brand as as Infamous, mm, uh, wow. as Nathan Drake. At, like I could see this character, this this universe being its own new corner of the Sony catalog. Mm -hmm. Like I, it, it just it looks so damn good. It look it the story like. We don't know what's happening, right? But the way they pulled together the the story and the dialogue and the trailer, and like it made it seem like it was, it just looks well thought out. It doesn't look like it was an afterthought. Like the story is the most important thing. It looks like, and then you see the you see her flying around, and oh my god, just like it just looks so good. It looks so good. Corey, yeah, to me this looks a lot like um, this trailer um, hit me the same way that when. Uh, years and years ago we saw Nino Kuni 1 and it kind oh. of gives me the same feeling where it's oh. this outer world person comes into a new world but like like Steve is saying like I could totally see this being an actual franchise where this is like an actual face to a cover or to a, like one of the billboards or like one of the mm -hmm. you know like the banners of her being there because this looks like a game where they could really open this up and if she's going to one universe you know it could be a thing where she warps to a different universe next game or something like that and this game just looks so good and it's so nice to see that we're getting something that's not just a generic first person shooter or a generic hack and slash this game looks mm -hmm. like like we were talking about it during the react um majority of this she's using magic and this mm -hmm. is the first time we've seen a game where magic it plays such an important part but it also plays so differently from what we've seen magic be used be before and it's just mm -hmm. such an interesting world the the way she maneuvers around the world is just it, it seems like it's all cinematics like i it's when we first saw the first trailer of spider-man and he mm -hmm. went through the whole thing. They're like, this is in-game of what the PS4 mm -hmm. can handle. And this is basically going, this is what the PS5 can do. And and it's mm -hmm. nice to finally see that we can see all that crazy stuff. So Yeah, and, um, you know, seeing this game in motion, like seeing the gameplay, the magic effects, all that gameplay stuff, I can see why they locked on a two-year time deal for this game. Because it looks like a lot of fun, to be honest. Um but the thing that really got me excited about this game was something I learned after the fact was that Gary Whitta is writing it alongside Amy Hennig. Amy mm -hmm. Hennig is known for Uncharted, but also Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver. Mm -hmm. Square Enix, listen to me. Look into my eyes. Amy Hennig is writing Forspoken. Okay. You own the rights. The legacy of Kane. She's right fucking there. She's already done it. I guarantee like, you, she's already written it. I feel like, Amy, when you're done with this Forspoken game, which is out in 2022, springtime, apparently, just like 
give us another Legacy of Kane sequel to wrap the series up because Andy is getting annoyed and he needs answers about how that series ends. So that's my ask of you. Okay. So yeah, great game. <laughs> it's like someone built a superhero game within Final Fantasy 15. It looks phenomenal exactly. and I can't wait for it. I'm surprised it's coming out in March. I was shocked. Right. That was the big, the big. Well, it's like, it's it's in spring 2022. But even so, then, though, like see you in June. last time we saw it, where they they yeah. didn't even know the name, right? Oh, yeah, it was it was, it was no, it was Project Athia. Yeah, and we, saw, we we saw the name like I think, like sometime at ago? the beginning of the year, maybe. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like it's it's crazy, but yeah, super. Exciting. Then we got some unexpected shit, mm-hmm. and the first unexpected shit we got was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake announced for PS5. What was once an Xbox exclusive is now coming (laughs) to the PlayStation 5 with... This seems odd because this doesn't seem like your normal we're we're just paying for some time shit. This has some funky... SIE partnership publishing lending a hand in making this game kind of thing going on about it. So I love this game growing up. It is a remake, which I think needed to happen. Yeah. I, I have played this on my cell phone and yes. I could tell you right now, this deserves a remake. Yeah. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is too, and, and a lot of people didn't pick up on it till after the conference. This is not being made by Bioware or any association right. with EA it is either, not. which means mm-hmm. this is a completely. It's just taking the name, mm-hmm. and obviously the the, the licensed universe. But right, it's, they could do anything with it at this point. They don't have. Is to this anything. is this the first Star Wars game we've had that wasn't by EA in a long time? Uh, is that what it is? The, the, it would be the first announced one, yeah, I think so. Right. Or, or is that the um? Are they not? Are they doing that battle? Not battle royale. What are they? There's that online well, the new, game the new, uh, for yeah, Switch for, that they just showed the Switch trailer yesterday. I think it was exclusive mm-hmm. to Switch, wasn't it? It was one of those. It was like Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. There's a Nintendo yeah. one and a Ubi one. Okay, so yeah, the Nintendo mm-hmm. one that was the first one I remember being announced, and I don't know about the Ubi one. Well, I don't know correct. About. Jedi Fallen Order was the. It was EA's last push. To get a game out because they were losing the license because mm-hmm. Disney was mm-hmm. taking it from. So obviously mm-hmm. we see mm-hmm. that Disney made the decision finally to go instead of going, "Hey, mm-hmm. here's one company going to get a license for however long." They just right, went, right, right. You want to design something? Give us a pitch. We'll give you the license. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that dude. Yeah, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but I do love this game. So seeing it coming back is is really fun for me. And this is by, I think it's Aspire making the game, which is part of Embracer. So that's kind of interesting as well when you think mm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering what this, how this deal is going to work out because there was a really odd tweet the other day by Sony saying that the game is coming to PS5 exclusively. And then it was they were saying it was a, going to be a time thing, a PC and PS5 at launch. It's weird. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's coming to Xbox within a year, most definitely. Well, this is gonna be another Death Stranding um, kind of idea. Where I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Whenever it gets to Xbox, it gets to Xbox. Well, listen. If Sony's paying for this game to be made, I think you'll only see it on PC, not Xbox. Like Street Fighter Five, like Death Stranding. It's they'll they'll have Final someone else publish it. Well, I think that was even also. That wasn't funded by Sony. It was just we're gonna extend our contract yeah. 
with the DLC for another six months. So we'll see. Then we saw a game, the first game we saw actually, which I'm going to get to why this is in this section very shortly, but I want to get your reactions about it first. And that is this hack and slash, this gorgeous hack and slash game called Project Eve that opened up the showcase. Wow. Um, as a gay man, I must say, mm, I was, here we go. That's I was a preface. taken aback by this sexy ass anime goddess anime slash, yeah. slashing up demon hordes and aliens. And good God, it has like that lollipop chainsaw kind of vibe to it going on. Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Um, the chaos, yeah. you know, Oni Chambara kind of vibes. Those were some fun games in the Xbox days a while ago. But what are your thoughts, Steven? When you first saw this game, what did you think? When this opened up the showcase? It's my, my kind of game. Uh, looks dope. They got to stop with these Project mm-hmm. video game names. Like, stop it. <laughs> project <laughs> Octopath you know, Traveler. Project you know fucking this. Project that. Like, wait, stop it. It's not a project. A ga- it's not a wait, project, Andy. <laughs> when you have a game that's it looks almost finished, yeah. but you don't have a name for it yet. <laughs> Just no, that's the name. That's what they're calling it. They're that's calling the it Project E. Is it really the yes. name? Yes, that is the name. That's the name. <laughs> it's not like a Project Atheist shit. Or no, a no, it's the name. Bullshit. No, that's the name. <laughs> Just Corey, call Corey, it Eve. <laughs> Corey, what were your thoughts when you saw this? I mean, I was super excited to see this, and mm. and I will agree. I've never seen Andy uh, be memorized, mesmerized by mm. sh- such shiny anime uh, boobs. Well yeah, done, booty. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that was that too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, wow, what is this? And then so it, it was crazy because the way that they named it too, um, we all thought it was going to be maybe like a from the Parasite Eve because we didn't okay. see who was making it, right? I'm so, and, I'm so, and, I'm, so, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I'm going to get to it in a second, but finish first. I hate you, Andy. But, but finish first. the idea that they said finish. And then at the end when it says Project Eve, it was kind of like it's almost like they're paying homage to it for sure because it was okay. very could be I in the universe the yeah okay. yeah i like okay. the idea that it's more like demonic now, and that kind of stuff as well i am so. now going to yell at both of you oh for, oh, okay. for like for approximately two minutes no, no not two minutes we're at 46 minutes <laughs> I, into I, the I show know, Andy. i know i i i've been on reddit since the showcase just looking at feedback uh, comments general, general reception i am dumbfounded by the amount of people that think that this game has some relation to Parasite Eve. Maybe it does, Andy. Show it to me. If I showed you this game and didn't give you the title, would uh-huh. you think, oh, that's Parasite Eve? No, 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 of course not. I've so why is it Parasite Eve? Eve? So. But what if, now let me ask you something. What if no. you see a game, uh-huh. you see a trailer for a game, Okay. it's a fucking... I don't know a GTA like sure. game, sure. And then you go into the mall, and in mm-hmm. the mall there's a Moogle selling stuff, and you Is buy it stuff an from a Moogle. Moogle. Yeah, it's a white thing with yes. little purple wings and yes. a red nose. It's a Moogle. Okay. And he goes, Koopo, Koopo, what would you like to buy? Yeah. I would say, oh, this is some weird Final Fantasy spinoff. Right, and then they just call it Project Fantasy. Okay. And that's just, that's where I, I think you, it's possible that it could no, be an Eve thing. <laughs> I want you to find where's give me the Moogle equivalent of that of to this game. Oh no, I don't. I have no idea because I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, the giant eyeball. Parasite Eve. Who knows? But think giant about it. Eyeballs, really? Parasite. <laughs> most, like, what letter does Parasite, parasite start with? Parasite. Yeah. First of all, 
P. What's there's the no P pa no, project there's, there's parasite? No, there's, no par there's no parasites in Parasite Eve. It's your mitochondria. It's, different. it's the mitochondria. Maybe she is the and parasite. Also, you don't play as Eve. No, but neither. How do you know you play with as Eve now? Steven, this is like a hack and slash in space. What's this happening? Like some like a thousand like years some, into the future. This is like some Dino Crisis three shit where they were like, let's put you it don't in know space. That. This is like Prometheus for Stop. aliens. This could be Stop many, many, help. many, many years Stop after it. the events Stop of Parasite Eve. Now, I'm gonna end on one note on this game. Oh my god, the first party shit. We and need, that we is, need to get to the first party shit. There is a reason why I put this game in this time exclusive partnerships money hat shit section and not third party multi platform nonsense. Okay. This game was announced two years ago as a PS4, Xbox One, and the PC game. I think nothing on next gen consoles. If you go to the Eve homepage, if you go to this game's homepage, mm -hmm. it is described as a PS5 game only. It is a PS5 game on the PlayStation blog. Also, the CEO of the company, Shift Up, just bought PS5 for their entire fucking employee base. 260. So PS5. I'm not going to say that this is going to be a time thing. It's a ps5 only thing it's, it could be a pc thing but a lot could change in two years and what i'm seeing is this game is only coming to ps5 now i see no indication of it being anywhere else aside from the two year ago announcement so that could have changed and i think given the response this game has gotten since the announcement of this, of this trailer sony should lock it up because this is getting praise Andy. and it looks it looks dope Let's move on to first party. When does the confusion stop with first party, third party? For it stops never. Exclusive, it, time they, exclusive. They gotta keep it nebulous enough. Console exclusive. To get points. I'm gonna exclusively play the video game. How about that? Let's do that. That's what okay. I'm do. First party shit. Let's start with boring crap. Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and Lost Legacy is coming to PS5 and PC. Cool. Cool. Can you can we move on? I'm from just this? surprised they never gave the first three games to PC, being that they're just gonna. This is yeah. Kind of start deep. with the last chapter of yeah, the game, here, guys. Here, guys, <laughs> let's have the last chapter of the game. The characters you know nothing about. Let's just give you that. Cool. It makes no sense. Uh, I thought when they showed it, I thought it was like all of the games in one beautiful package. That's what I thought, and it wasn't. Yeah, I would have expected that. I, I would have bought. I would have probably rebought it if it was all the games. Oh, you're gonna have to. You and, you you want, you want to fight Lazarevich again? You're not gonna. <laughs> Nobody wants to fight him again. <laughs> Moving on, because we're gonna move right past that shit. Yeah, please. To a game where I wish I could get excited about, but I just plain can't, and that's Gran Turismo Seven. Yeah. Oh my God, Andy, Andy, Andy. I I, I wish I could like this game. Andy, uh, I, I don't. don't like the game doesn't matter. This I don't like cars. whoever <laughs> made this trailer needs to be fucking fired. And I and yeah. I and I don't really call for people's jobs like that, but whoever whoever signed the dotted line and said let's do this, mm -hmm. let's make this trailer, mm -hmm. you can't please. Okay, maybe you don't need to be fired, but you need to be not doing that ever again. Mm -hmm. Like that has to be part of your life <laughs> is to never do a trailer again. Andy, Corey. <laughs> They had this classical music shit in the beginning that made you look like you literally 
sucked the air out of the room, made you feel like you were going to fall asleep and be lulled into a, into a sense of comfort, into a warm blanket. You could literally smell the, the drift of, on, on your baby blanket. And like, it was and not once did you think, oh, what a cool car. No, no, you didn't. You said, oh, there's rich mahogany and leather-bound chairs. Like, great, cool, mm. that's awesome. Ooh, a stick shift. Mmm, look at me. Then we leather shift. Interior. <laughs> then we shift to this other whatever music. I don't even know what you call it. I guess it's some sort of uh, club music. We get to that and we start to see cars racing. You're like, oh shit, it looks pretty good. And then they show what I hope to God is accidental placeholder art from breath of the wild circa 2014 because those, uh, pokemon uh, what the shit were these were they thinking pokemon sword and shield trees they showed a, a one and a half second clip of something that looked like it was made in ms paint did they think we couldn't re-watch the trailer did they think we couldn't pause the trailer? Did we think that the internet would not cl clamor for that meme-worthy nonsense? I'm sure GT7 is going to be a competent, beautiful-looking racing game. You, they looked through... Andy, Corey, Steven, hold, Steven. On, hold on, hold on, Andy. No, 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 you don't understand. Getting the, if this game is not getting delayed, you're mistaken. This is oh, not coming out it. March 22nd. Well, it's, it's already pretty popular. I put in uh, Gran Turismo 7 Tree. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you don't understand. You don't understand something here, okay? Somebody specifically chose that mm -hmm. image. Mm -hmm. Somebody mm -hmm. said... Put that this in. Is, yeah. Let's it doesn't show even less, show anything. Let's show less racing and put this little snapshot. It doesn't show one, the track. Of a second, it doesn't no. show a car. No. It shows like the, uh, you could kind of see a wall of a track and then five trees that look exactly the same. It's like, it's like when you <laughs> zoom out from a sim game and has to like load the assets. Oh, I, I was looking at this. Other, <laughs> someone else found a, a picture that's them look overlooking the track. And it shows all the trees in the background, and That's, they all look like that. Yeah, it's horrid. It's horrid. And I feel bad because you have a feeling that that was just placeholder art. That they're like, whatever. They're not going to. They're not going to be able to tell because it's going to go by so quickly. Listen, we have pause buttons, you idiots. I really, I really wish I could give a shit about this franchise. No, I let's move on already. I, I got through I my rant. Don't. I feel like I spoke enough for enough. I both just of us. don't. All right. Let's move on to a reveal we've all been waiting for. Yeah. And that was God of War. Boy. The boy is a man, boys. He's a the boy is tall and he's manly. A teenager. And I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but when we first saw God of War a thousand years ago, and the reveal was Kratos and Atreus going on a hunting trip yes, together. I remember that. Yep. Yep. It had to be intentional because this we see Atreus with the deer on his back walking in and yeah. he dumps it on the ground like we've really grown up now. Um, yeah, Boy. I need this game. I need this game right now. It's this game I think encapsulates what Sony does best. That's these emotional, impactful, story-driven games that oh, I, I, I was watching Alana Pierce's reaction to the showcase. She was crying when this trailer came up. Now, she does work for Santa Monica, granted, but her words were like, it's like seeing old friends again, and it moves you in a way, and I feel like that really embodies what these games are all about. It's There's an emotional connection 
for these characters and seeing it for the first time looks gorgeous looks phenomenal and i can't wait to see how this ends for kratos and his son and the whole norse mythology Corey, your thoughts i mean the same thing i mean i ended up after the last time we saw any even news about god of war uh i ended up going through the the 2018 game again and beating mm -hmm. the entire thing and it's it's crazy how like you said andy it's just i can play it again even though i know the story certain parts in that story still hit me the same way and it's it's just when a game hits you like that mm -hmm. it, it means something like there's not very often you can make a game that's like got the best gameplay in the world and whatever and like even god of war that the, the gameplay wasn't like it, it could use some touches mm -hmm. but i mean that story and the way it, it worked is just insane and i can't wait for it to be finished and, and especially with what you learn at the end of the game and mm -hmm, now mm -hmm, the way mm -hmm. and now we get to see fat thor and, you know the image <laughs> for thor i am excited oh, I to love see that how they play that in because we fought <laughs> the two sons who are like all nice and you know they're all like not fat and built and like thor's like you know he's kind of slacked off the last couple of years and now we mm -hmm. get the i mean he's he's it's excited. a tra traditional this Norse is like mythology. The, this is oh, yeah, like exactly how he was written. Yeah, Stephen. He's just large. Um, I mean, we. I'm all in. Obviously, it's God of War, and, and the the last one was so phenomenal. Um, also, it's it's uh, important to note that this is also going to be in one shot, one continuous take. Again, mm -hmm. it's no longer. It's not you know just like the the last one. And I want to mm -hmm. say the first one, but then people don't really know. They they think the first whatever. Right. Um, but more importantly. It's, it's a question that's been on my mind for a while, and I feel like there's only, I don't think, Corey, I don't think you're qualified to answer the question. I think Andy might be the only one. Me, not so much. But, Andy, yes, when preparing to eat crow, do you have to remove the feathers, or can you just shove the crow in your mouth? You know, of all the things to be wrong about a fucking game title, <laughs> get me on about... <laughs> Listen, you, you, you were so sure that I it said, wasn't. I, I, I said it one time. Uh, you said it was recorded. Dude, I, I, I was more wrong on Smash Bros. being a port. Uh huh. So I, don't, I don't know what you're right. going on about. Right. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I like. I had a bet on that. I was buying people copies of the game because I was wrong. <laughs> but this is like nothing for me. This is like, all right. You have grown. Whatever. You have yeah. grown, Andy. Like the boy himself. Please, for the love of Christ, can we move on? Yes. Here comes a game, which I, I, I really didn't expect to see. But if it was there, I'd be like, oh, wow. Thank you for confirming that finally. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is it infamous? I see electricity shit. Oh, you cheeky bastards. But no, Spider-Man 2. We got Miles, we got Peter fighting some goons. We have what I think is Craven yeah. talking in the background yeah. about finding a worthy opponent. And then we have the Venom reveal. Oh, God. Good God, Venom is my favorite character in all of comicdom ever. Mm. And voiced by Tony Todd, Candyman himself. Yeah. Whew. Boys. Boys, boys, boys. This is going to sell like a bajillion fucking copies. Mark my words. 
this is gonna break records when this game releases this is it i uh i'm really excited for another character to play as because like we're we're all we're all on the wavelength that like he's a playable character right they i think it's gonna be cooperative you know i'm really thinking cooperative people seem to be thinking that venom is a playable character i'd rather that get saved for a third game in the series i'd rather him be the focal point as a villain in the piece and then by the end of the story he has the anti-villain thing coming out part of venom and then third game full-on venom as a character because but Cra- craven's gonna be i think the main villain in this. or this this could be like a gta 5 thing you have you can switch off between three spider-men basically yeah as you're playing the game that could be a three different stories yeah i think, stories, the, yeah. I think the cool way to do it do what they did with the original spider-man anyway and just have venom have his own game like miles did where it's a shorter condensed oh story. could you imagine getting a miles version of a venom game yeah yeah oh yeah that'd be That's awesome i would see i want that i want that but I think you're going to be cooperative. I've said this from day one. As soon as they show I mean, they, they said it Spider-Man wasn't cooperative. Miles, I don't know. They did not or it's going to announce. Be, or it's going to be like uh, the old, uh, the the the, la- the PS3 Venom, uh, the Friends and Foe or whatever it is. Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, that game? That's like a little si- beat-em-up kind of a game. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that it, I think we maybe you... might have that where we have a second player an AI playing with us where we could like call I mean, in different allies. I, I feel like if you do like a It Takes Two take on the gameplay where it's mm. like it's very split screeny and it can only be split screeny and then yeah like you're doing your thing and like doing another thing I wouldn't mind that but I'll, I'll take it as a single player game. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're going to mess with the formula. Mouse. Right. <laughs> they don't Ma- need to do maybe that. they mess with the formula for like things like challenge rooms where you could like right. have some friends join you in challenge rooms like in the, they did in Batman before it went full co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm thinking that the, the, the second character would be AI controlled, but like you'll be able to do combo attacks. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll the see. They, it seems like they're purposefully trying to tell very specific stories for these characters. Like... Mm-hmm. Even when Miles was in two, Miles' story was told separately. And right. we got to see that and play that. And I mean, in Spider-Man, and we also got Mary Jane. Right, like, I so, think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like, oh, okay. you got your Miles, you got your Spider-Man, this but this is vignette. Venom's story. Yeah. Venom is the story you're going to want to be involved in the most. And it's probably going to be about him getting to the point where he realizes he doesn't have, really need to kill Spider-Man. So maybe it'll be like you're playing him in missions that are anti-Spider-Man. This is, this is also not our typical Venom origin either. It's not even Eddie Brock. No, I don't, I, I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know I don't that. Wanna, I don't, don't want to spoil, but this is not Eddie Brock in this game. So this could go a, a lot of weird different ways. What if it's Craven? What if Craven gets the Venom suit? Did you not finish Spider-Man? You know who Venom is. Yeah. Yeah, but I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget things, man. How it, did you it, it, it happens. It Can just I just it say happens. it for those who have not played the game. Plug in your ears for two seconds. I think I remember. Miles, but they have to play Miles, don't they? No, it's no, it's, it's the prison, right? Oh Is yeah, that right, it... right, right. Because it's the remake of prison. It's the remake, though. All right, I'm just gonna really say it. Away. All right, for those who haven't finished Spider-Man yet, cover your ears. Venom is Harry Osborn. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Because he's sick. He's oh sick. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I just didn't know that, like, right. did it, did right, it. Boys. But, okay. Then right. we got this other trailer. Not then. None of this is in order. It's it just, is. And now let's talk about <laughs> this other thing. we'll talk about this thing, which I don't think 
now this was a very well kept secret there was no leaks on this that i could find no whiff of it no church farts at all about this game whatsoever insomniac is doing a wolverine game wow um the, when you talk about what's gonna sell for playstation i think this could also shatter records guys Seeing an Insomniac take on an X-Men universe with Wolverine as a focal point. The Wolverine. I can't even begin to express my excitement for this. Steven, your thoughts when you first saw this happen unfold before your very eyes. The claws came out. There, there, there is somebody in, the, in our chat right now that I was watching do a live react. And mm -hmm. from the exterior shot mm -hmm. of the bar... Mm -hmm. I said it's Wolverine. Mm -hmm. From the side, I said, oh, there's Wolverine. And mm -hmm. then they zoomed in. You saw all the people dead on the floor. And mm -hmm. there he is. There's Wolverine. So mm -hmm. the only thing I really have to say is, please, at Insomniac, say if you haven't found your Wolverine yet, mm -hmm. uh, check out at Batchild27. Give him a shot. Let him read some lines. Because I really, really want to do it. Yeah, so does David Hater, Stephen. So David Hater can suck my ribs. I don't think. I don't think you. Have. I will get him out. First of all, that would be my inspiration anyway, right? Let's let's just be honest. Let's go, Bub. Metal Gear. Like, come on, we got it. Right. We got it. Uh, no, I'm super excited because I think this is going to be a very very gory take. Um, I don't see this as being a Spider-Man like take. I see this no. as being more of a this is vicious. This is Thing. let's lead into our um, resistance like franchise roots yeah, of gore and mature themes kind of thing for Insomniac. Well, I think that's where it's going to go to a lot more of a darker side. And the idea mm -hmm. that they're already showing that and just from the, the trailer, too, is that he's in a bar. He's obviously not wearing a suit. He's not doing anything. He's drinking. So this is the. I mean, technically, this is the mm -hmm. Wolverine that's not part of the X Men at this. This is, point, or, or it's post Wolverine. It po yeah, it's post, it's on the run, the, Wolverine. The yeah. one that's tra dealing with a lot of troubles and this trauma. Wolverine, mm -hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. The pre, yeah. the post Weapon mm -hmm. X Wolverine is probably the most mm -hmm. craziest version we've ever seen. And if it's anything close to the last time we had a Wolverine game, this thing is going to be amazing. I think it's about the only time I can get hype for what is really just. A CG trailer because we can see a CG trailer for any old sequel and be like, okay, cool, that's you confirm that it's awesome, or like, oh, look, State of the K3 is coming out with like CG, cool, I like that franchise, awesome. This is a big deal announcement, and Insomniac is literally holding Sony on their back lately. I feel between Ratchet and Clank, all the Spider Men's, and now Wolverine. They're just pumping out games. $200 million for this company. And I'm sure they've already earned like much more than that throughout the years. And with these next two big games coming out, I can't begin to imagine what's going to sell like. I There's mean, also, I mean, it, when you look at recognizable characters, like this is it. Wolverine and Wolverine are like Batman. the top tier. Right. Batman. You know, like this would be if. Oh, this would be if like I don't even Steven. know. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me what. You know what's you know what's funny, Stephen? Oh, know. you want? I have crow for you. 
<laughs> okay, I like Crow. You said that they should put Wolverine as a Marvel Avengers character for Xbox. I did. I did. And now Wolverine is coming to I PS5. Did. I did. As an well, I'm just saying, like that—that that is right. the—that is a equally right. as as impactful, important, and right. outreaching, awesome character as a Spider-Man. Like, if you're gonna counter mm -hmm. Spider-Man, Wolverine's the one you counter with. It's well, yeah, he's the reason why they made the X-Men movies. You know, pretty much like to sell claws. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I wish overall, it was Hulk because I like Hulk more. But yo, yeah. Hulk still has the best. That's the next game. game. That's the next game. That's gonna Hulk be like the, still has the, the best game ever. Ultimate Destruction, baby. Games. Top tier shit. That's like the best. It's not the best. Let's, Let's not be ridiculous. No, Sonic Super Spider Man is fucking good, be, dude. Stop it. No Sit down. Hulk games, dude. Sit down. God damn it. Can we move on now? Yes. Uh, just final thoughts. I feel this was um, again adequate for me. Yeah, um, it was fine. I feel this was like a C, C-ish, B minus, uh, leaning more towards C plus for me as a show overall. Um, but yeah, Corey, your final thoughts and a grade. Keep it simple I mean, and didn't brief. Talk, we please. didn't talk about the very start of it, Andy. <laughs> Fuck that chess bullshit. <laughs> Life is too short for chess okay, bullshit. So for me, from an like like I told Andy and Steve or Andy and Joe when we finished this whole conference as a whole conference this is yeah like a C a C plus mm -hmm. at my best but if we just take what we got out of it like announcement wise mm -hmm. and what was actually brought to it that was definitely around the right. B to B plus category for me right. like it really shows that um like like this is the thing that we have to compete against xbox with or the windows or what games are coming to where mm -hmm. um and this is kind of showing that sony's once again showing going look at we might not have 15 games coming to our console that's exclusive at this point even though they said 25 but these are the games that we make that we're good mm -hmm. at and these are going to be why you buy a ps5 and mm -hmm. from that alone there, there's definitely going to be i hope to goodness i hope to i pray and i i know it's really bad to think about this there's already a shortage of ps5s out there but please bring us a spider-man and a god of war limited ps5 console please steven steven you know when you go to a movie theater and it's before the previews and you get all those like commercials like let's take a sneak peek at something something coming to six leg great adventure mm -hmm. That's what the opening of this conference was. That's where it belongs. This whole chess shit should have been in the regal sneak peek <laughs> uh, and nowhere near this conference. That's number one. It was stitched together rather poorly. Um, I give that I give that whoever the producer was that put this together in the order that they did um, is slightly better than the order you put the wrap up in. Like slightly better, like mm -hmm. C minus territory. Like you got, you passed. Congratulations, mm -hmm. you move on. You're not, you don't have summer school. Mm -hmm. um, however, I think every one of those timed exclusive things, like all, almost every, every one of them, really intrigued me, and I'm really happy we got to see something of them. And I was still excited for them regardless. Like, if this was a not Sony conference and that's the games we got to see, mm -hmm. if we got those first two sections instead of, you know, without the first party, I would be, I would give it a B plus. Like, mm -hmm. if, if it, but the fact that it was wrapped around a Sony presentation kind of made it feel a little bit less important, a little bit less, uh, not important, a little bit less, um, 
Wow, more, right. more, more smoke and mirrors right. than actual substance. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm probably overall, I would say it's like a B minus overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Wolverine, Spider-Man Two, knowing that it's Craven and and Venom, um, getting that little piece of information, uh, knowing that I was kind of upset we didn't see Final Fantasy Sixteen. If I'm honest, mm-hmm. like I, re- if that was there, that would have that would have bumped this up for me. But like C plus B minus is like where I'm hovering for this one. It wasn't mm-hmm. great, um, but I can't lie and say I wasn't excited for almost everything I saw. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, so I like feel a like in church, right? Right. That, that I, you fart, and mm-hmm. then your dad looks at you afterwards and goes, I, after you're embarrassed, and he goes, "Good job, son." And you feel <laughs> I feel like <laughs> just one final thing before we get into like some quick fire news to get out of here really quickly. <laughs> Um, Sony understands the power of their IP and what they can do um, in a social media footprint and how to engage their audiences and how they don't need an E3 platform anymore to get through to the people that they're catering to. Um, And they know that they can just show one or two things like a Wolverine or Spider-Man and it's like that's all they will need to cover their bases. They don't got to do 50 brand new things. I mean, people like us, you want to know, show us the full deck. Like, show us your hand. What, what you got? Because I want to know what, what, what's going on behind the scenes. Sony's like, you know what? I can show you two things and break the internet and walk away. Spider-Man 2 right now has like 11 million views in like six days on PlayStation channel. Starfield three months ago has about 15 million views. The biggest thing I would say at the Microsoft conference at E3 to compare big titles and big reveals for the first time. So Sony knows like, hey, we can just show you Spider-Man 2 and then you'll be fine. And we can walk away. Like 7 million. Right. And And God of War is like also like 8 million. So they can save, they can save the marketing. They 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 can hide the hype until next year and the year after that. Because these few things for them are enough. Not enough for me. I want to see more, to be honest. I don't want to see GT7. I don't want to see Uncharted 4. I don't want that shit on my, my show. But for Sony, it's yeah, and, and also adequate. You're making you're not making you're making a dinner where there's something for everyone. You're not just making things right. that you know, and right. I always like when I say I don't like something, it's not that I don't think it belongs in a show. Like this right. the, the GT seven, I just think the trailer was a disaster. Right. I don't think the game is going to be a disaster, and I don't think that you're a shithead right. for playing GT7. Um, I just, it's not for me. So I'm exactly. not, you know, it's, I, that's it's okay. Not, to me, it's not like, oh, this game that I don't like personally ruins the show for me. Yeah, no. It, that, that's <laughs> a bad trailer ruins a show. It's like, it's like me um, yawning at Forza. Forza's gorgeous, but yeah. I'm not going to get it. But it's, yeah. it looks great, and people love that fucking yeah. series. And it's, well, and that's the one big thing that right. I think people just need to take away from that right. is that when we look at something, sometimes we... Like the wife got super mad at me because she's like, I can't believe you just like totally through that one section, you just shat on the conference the entire time. And I'm like, that that's the thing for us. We see, have to watch these trailers over and over and over and over and over again. And when I see depth loop for the 15th time, <laughs> I bought the game. I'm 14 hours in. I love this game, but they convinced you see the marketing, trailers. the marketing went through. Exactly. And, and all right. All right. right. All right. All right. Let's get right. through these other Next. news stories. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm taking over. I'm going through these as much as fast over. as I can. Do it. Do it, baby. I had enough of your shit. Uh, GeForce <laughs> Now, the database leak 
was bananas and everyone lost their shit thinking every game under the sun was coming to the geforce now um right. <laughs> here's just a list of the games that uh, some of the games um and these were uh playstation exclusives okay days gone which is of course available on steam demon souls uh Derecine, everybody's gone to the rapture also available on steam ghost of tsushima god of war Gran Turismo 7, Guns Up, which is available on Steam. Helldivers 2, which isn't even announced. Helldivers, which is also available on Steam. Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, which is also available on Steam. Predator Hunting Grounds, which is also available on Steam. Ratchet and Clank Returnal, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Uncharted The Legacy Thieves Collection. Um, okay, so there's that. People lost their minds. So Sony's putting everything on GeForce Now. Here's a, here's a response from GeForce Now. From NVIDIA responding, quote, NVIDIA has responded to the, uh, this is not the quote. This is from an article. I don't actually know what this is from because it's a, it's a screen grab that Andy put in here, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Okay. NVIDIA has responded to the latest GeForce Now leak and revoked public access to the reported database. Um, the company has stated it's aware of the publicized list, uh, uh, list of titles. It, I'm sorry. I got to make this a little bigger because it's way too far away from my face. Uh, there we go. Uh, aware of only for internal tracking and testing inclusion on the list is neither confirmation nor an announcement of any game NVIDIA mm-hmm. reportedly stated to WCCF Tech uh, NVIDIA took immediate action to remove access to the list no confidential game builds or personal information were exposed uh, NVIDIA states that the database was compiled of, quote, released and or speculative titles, although mm-hmm. we also understand several entries tie back to genuine uh, unannounced projects currently in development. Mm-hmm. The database includes code names for internal Microsoft projects, adding mm-hmm. credence to at least some Mm-hmm. of the titles named however there's an internal database not intended for public consumption it's safer to take these leaks lightly until we hear more from respective publishers so you know really quickly gentlemen your your thoughts on this did this worry you uh, i mean the only thing i, I mean i hope geforce now is going to have a list that's half as good as this listen i i am not too much concerned about games coming to pc on whoever is doing it ps playstation or microsoft I was more into shit like Final Fantasy IX Remake, a Chrono Cross Remaster, Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics. I was like, are, are these real? <laughs> these are fucking real. Monster Hunter 6, Kingdom Hearts 4. I was like, these can't be fucking real. Yeah. It is. For, for me, this this when this list came out, it was to me going, because GeForce Now is kind of weird where it's like, here's this premium service you can pay for that doesn't really give you anything and this is something where it's like do you this could be something where maybe they're looking at partnering with playstation and doing it as a ps now geforce now bundle kind of idea that's the only thing i could take away from it because every one of those games is either on the ps plus collection uh or their games that would be in that i would say list Mm -hmm. it's also just like odd things to like speculate like you're gonna put games that aren't really real but you're not gonna put persona 5 on the list for some reason like i would speculate on that why not but a resident evil 4 remake cool gear 6 what <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know you know what what's else we that? could speculate on andy what's that battlefield 2042 and dying light 
are delayed. It's the most delayed season <laughs> of the year. Delays have been happening all year. The year of 2021, the year of our our Lord, uh, has been nothing but delays. But Battlefield 2042 is, is launching now on my birthday of November 19th. Um, and Dying Light 2 is delayed for the severalth time. Uh, it is now coming out February 4th so that it could get... Uh, for oh, lack no. of a better term, cannibalized by oh, no. every other freaking video game coming out in February. Saints Row gonna eat it up. Horizon gonna eat it up. Sifu gonna eat that's, it up. That's just a bad. I don't. I don't. It's a placeholder. Okay. It's getting delayed again. You know this shit's coming out in May. Don't even. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Good lord. Speaking of delayed, Nintendo Switch has finally gotten Bluetooth support. Hooray. Sort of. Um, you can now use Bluetooth headphones, but because Nintendo always fin a Nintendo, they will not allow you to use it, your, a microphone, a Bluetooth microphone. Now, there are some games that have built-in chat supports. You cannot use it for that. Sorry about it. Um, if I'm I correct, well, I got a double, <laughs> I should check my current headset that I have now, because the, the big selling point was the idea that it was a fully functional, uh... Well, you can use chat with this, but it's not Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Fascinating. Uh, Europeans got a price cut on the Switch, but and we're us, not getting it. And us peons didn't get a price cut. No. You guys are going to buy it either way. It's for that region only. Uh, that's happening. So Nintendo Nintendoed again. Um, great. Um, and here, here's a, a little piece of Xbox news here, which was probably the, the most interesting Xbox news to come out. There's a new update on the Xbox app on Windows 10 that lets you stream console games from the cloud or your home console. This is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, so you could play Xbox Game Pass games from the cloud, uh, mm -hmm. and you could play games that you have on your Xbox directly with mm -hmm. Xbox Remote Play. Um, right through Windows 10, which I assume is probably testing these features to see how seamlessly they can be rolled out into Windows 11, which we're mm -hmm. seeing commercials for now. So that's pretty fucking dope because we get this shit because you I'm know that xCloud works and it works really well. Dude, so I, gotta, I need this app on the work computer like stat I gotta, stacked like, bypass some like admin shit because they don't allow like foreign apps. Or whatever unapproved work apps. It's true. Did everybody see the update that also came out today for the PlayStation? Not trying to like yes, pony yes. Up, but the app came out and they updated the PlayStation Mobile app. If anyone's watched the oh, trailer, God. where you can actually uh, play remote play on your phone, mm -hmm. and it can be the controller. Now I don't know who in their right mind would like to play with that weird ass controller they had sitting on the thing and your screen being only two and a half inches. Mm -hmm. I mean if you're really people grinding for, for you know materials. Steven. Oh yeah. Can you can you take us into the hype zone, please? Yeah. Oh, we're getting in the hype zone. Because I have I have a simple statement about it and then we can okay. the show. You ever you ever lose you, you ever lose your grip? <laughs> on reality and sometimes yeah. your controller right. well we've we've had all kinds of solutions for the controller all kinds of solutions for your hands i have gamer gloves that cover the palm of your hand so your sweaty hands don't get all messed up right. but nobody's really come to the conclusion that what we really need are finger condoms mm -hmm. razor 
is putting gamer thumb condoms <laughs> on the market. Mm -hmm. These are really? textured grip sleeves for your index and thumb fingers. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the hype zone. Okay. I'm going I'm to say one thing. Yes. Say it. Say it loudly. Only, only because I am the only one on this podcast, and I think in the chat, allowed to say this statement. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is the gayest shit I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm not laughing at it. I'm not laughing at it. I am looking at this, and I'm just like, No. I mean, well, we no. could get very bedazzled finger condoms here. Well, the, the worst no. part is, is that the main pitch for this is so you can game better on your phone, which is the worst part about this entire product is this is basically aimed at people that want to play Fortnite on their phones. No. Okay. I don't want to know those people. Steven. Facebook question of the week. To the end here. Yes. It is the GameCube's 20th anniversary. Oh, my God. 20 years since that beautiful, beautiful cube-like device with the uh, with that beautiful AMD graphics card in it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful video game console that we all love just so much. Is 20. Facebook question of the week is, what are your favorite GameCube memories? To do a little celebration, Caddy Aversa Fontana, no relation, says, being young and not having to work. But on a serious tip, I was so excited for the system to come out that I bought uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee and an extra controller months earlier than my system and watched the mail like a hawk wow. waiting for the back order to come through. And I was so happy when it finally showed up. Mikey Kirsch, Dr. Kirsch, says, when I was seven, Jesus Christ, I was seven when the GameCube came out. So many fond memories. I maintain that Super Mario Sunshine is truly phenomenal. I had a ton of fun with Kirby Air Ride, uh, the Kart Racer, and Pokemon Coliseum was a limited but very solid Pokemon game with a lot of cool ideas. Yes. Mm. Friend of the show, Patrick Hickey Jr., author of The Minds Behind the Games. You can buy them right now at PatrickHickeyJr.com. Please fucking do it. These books are His books are phenomenal. And now he's the author of his own comic book called Conjury. It has two issues out right now on... What the hell is the site? Well, you can get them at Patrick Hickey Jr., but it's... Uh, uh, Patrick. Uh, PatrickHickeyJr.com, but no, it's it's a uh, um, Patrick. Make your check payable to uh, yeah, the whatever. Today. Anyway, <laughs> he says Ultimate Muscle, Ultimate right. Muscle, oh, yeah. which was oh, a cool oh. game. <laughs> wow, that is a cool game. That's how I would describe that game. Mr. Enough I, says not owning one because he's a piece of crap. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Lesser Known Comics. That's the name of the website. Lesser Known Comics. Mm. Uh, you can find his his comic book. Uh, Alex, friend of the show and uh, trophy whore extraordinaire, uh, walking up to Luigi's Mansion for the first time. Ooh. And the many, many, many ungodly hours poured into Su Super Smash Bros. Melee. Then Danny Saldano says, Super Smash Bros. Melee all day long. And then Farmer Pete finally says, Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker seemed to get a mm. lot of hate for the cell shading, but it's always been mm. one of my favorite Zelda games. Mm. Let's go to the chat here. Uh, if yeah, Buzz being an idiot, Buzz being an idiot, Medal of Honor, Rising and uh, Rising Sun and Soul Calibur Two. There you go. Oh, that was for Maltese. Sorry, I thought that was a run-on sentence from Buzz Killington. Um, uh, mentioning Xbox stuff, so that's, that doesn't count. Um, for me, yes. I bought an 
is this is what happened. I had a job. I was working in a deli and I had money because I had nothing that I was going to buy. And I said, you know what? GameCube is out and WrestleMania X8, I think was the game. It was the first GameCube wrestling game that was coming out, was, was coming out, right? So I gathered all my money. My friends were like, hey, I think I was like 40 bucks short. So my friends shipped in. We got extra control. It was to get a contr- extra controllers and the game. So they all chipped in a couple bucks. I think it was like forty or fifty bucks. We went up to the to the store on Thirteenth Avenue called Gamers Illusions. I bought a GameCube, a bunch of controllers, and WrestleMania X Eight, and brought it home, and played just that game mm-hmm. until Resident Evil Four came out. <laughs> Like I played nothing else on on that system really. I mean, I played a few things. I borrowed a few things, but I did not own a lot of games. I think I played uh, Four Sword Adventures on that. Um, I mean that that was really it. What about you guys? Um, two games come to mind immediately. One is a game that was also on PS2 and Xbox that was thirteen. A first-person self. Yes, I remember that one. Yep, which got a horrible remaster and is dog shit, and I won't speak of it ever again. But also, lastly, um, Metroid Prime. Oh yes, I had Metroid was, Prime. Loved Metroid Prime because it was more like it was an old friend coming back after a long like vacation. And it was like, oh, you're home finally after all these years at the convent. You had your baby. <laughs> it's like yay you're back from holiday and it was just like it was metroid but it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know it's funky new perspective and it was like will this work hell yes it works it was incredible and i loved it when i first played it huge huge fan of that game Corey, what about you for me it's a little different i didn't own it when it first came out i owned it a lot later so a lot of my experiences were secondhand uh a lot of the cool things was i did own a game boy advance though and so having the all the things you could do with the game boy advance and the gamecube as Mm. well as uh having the attachment to play your game boy advance games on the Mm. gamecube and your game boy games uh that was really neat uh one of the games though i do love for that console uh i still haven't beat it yet but watching a friend play it was uh, one of the very, I think, underrated horror games of all time, Internal Darkness. And oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one scene where it makes you think that it's deleting your save. <laughs> and yeah. my one buddy had it where he, I watched him play through that. And the first time he ever got to it, he's like, oh, and it glitched out. And it tells you, it makes you think that you're gonna, <laughs> it's going to delete deleting save. And he like shuts off his console really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then he did it again. He's like, oh man, it's like the fifth time I've got to this one point. It keeps on crashing and trying to delete my save. And then he found wow. out later that that was, and, and that's a great game. Um, that's good. That's really haven't good. played it. That is one of the greatest oh, horror just, games. Just wait for the Nintendo Switch Online to have GameCube games in 50 years. Oh, man. I, um, we actually had another comment from uh, Brian Weatherhead who says Eternal Darkness and the various Resident Evil games. Uh, like I said, Resident Evil 4 was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what a, what Zero, a great... not so much. It was a great system. It really was. It, it was little, so underrated. Little. Little little hamburger, little hamburger system. That Double dash. Oh, mm. oh yeah. One of the best best Mario Karts. Yeah, I think ever is double dash. Seven point eight IGN. What are you smoking? Was, uh, what was on? Was it Melee that was on GameCube? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Melee. Good shit. 
Good shit. So good. Which until so good. until it got until we had the new brawl, really like even brawl didn't get seen as the like melee was still seen for the longest time as yeah. the best. Yeah, because it is. It's because of the controller. It's the control yeah. scheme, and it's balanced mm -hmm. for it, and it works, and it's there's no lag. It's, it's faster. Yeah, faster it's much faster. Game. Yeah. All right, um, Steven. Yes, that, on, that's man. gonna bring us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, this was this has been a blast. Thank you, Corey, for being here. Remember, folks, if you want to follow us on social media, we're dual underscore screens. I am at Batchild27. Andy is at PantsGuy. Uh, and Corey is at the Grounded Gamer. That's ground D gamer all one word the ground d gamer um if you want to join our facebook group so you could answer our facebook question of the week you go to facebook.com slash groups slash d s podcasts watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams watch Corey play video games live on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams watch the show later on youtube.com slash dual screens tv and if you are watching this later hit the thumbs up Share it with your friends and say, hey, I found a pretty cool podcast. They also do interviews. What kind of interviews? Game developer interviews. And we did a shit ton of them. And we have a really interesting one coming up this Friday. Andy, can you pitch us for this week's episode? Do you like The Witcher and the guy who does the voice of The Witcher guy? We talked mm -hmm. to him for an hour and it's dope as fuck. And then there's this rat game coming out on Friday. He's also a part of. So there's that. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> conversation about voice Ooh. acting and how he got into it and the way the business has changed. It was a fantastic. And that was Doug, by the way, a Doug, Cockle. Doug yes. Cockle. It was a fantastic episode and he was That's so another. sweet to us. Mm -hmm. And we had a great conversation. Guys, can I hype one last thing before we go? Hype anything. My giant ass Ninja Turtles cup. Oh, you see it? I had one of those. I want a beer right now. I had one of those. Look at this fucking thing. I think I had Look that exact. I had that exact one actually. <laughs> Look at it. I lost huge. it in the move. It, it used to hold my kitchen utensils. I could fit my dog in this. It's huge. <laughs> I used to have beers in it and everything. Um, but that's it's delicious. It. Let's, let's let's wrap it up. I Thank love you. You, all. you guys are yes. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. Thank you, live chat. And as always, please be excellent to each other. <laughs>